Hi, I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. And welcome to Modern Whittle Podcast, Episode 10, Life Partners. And today we have a very special guest, Russell, who is going to talk to us about being a life partner and then losing his life partner. But before we get to Russell, Fran and I have great news. It's historic. Yes, it is. First of all, this is episode 10. We are now in double digits. Yes. And I'm in Florida. The best news of all is Fran is visiting me in Florida after not seeing each other for over a year. A very long time. Yes, we've been talking on the phone and of course starting the podcast, but to actually be in the same room drinking coffee and getting caught up, there's nothing like it. Yes, it's historic. It's just like a regular breakfast conversation, sitting next to each other, having our coffee. And this is how we'll be doing the podcast today. Very exciting. And plus, there are other guests at my house in Florida. My brother and sister-in-law are here and we might have a live audience at some point today. Yes, we. so we, we do want to warn the listeners that anything could happen during this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and tell them what we did last night. Yes. Well, last night we had a celebration dinner. Everyone arrived and it was my brother's birthday that we celebrated. It was Fran's birthday that we celebrated. It was my brother and sister-in-law's 49th wedding anniversary that we celebrated. And just being together, family and friends in the warmth of Florida, it was wonderful. And and might I just add that by the time we got home and even after we got home, we had laughed so hard that our guts hurt from laughing so hard. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we were reminiscing. Yes. Yeah. Some some of the yeah. stories we were talking about, we had all forgotten. And then when we heard them again, they were absolutely hilarious. We have been friends since kindergarten and Fran has known my whole family and I have known hers for many years. So yeah. it was so wonderful to get caught up, talk about things that we have all been through together. It was a wonderful evening. Oh gosh. And it's also wonderful because Florida is basically opened up again. And there are people out and about. People are happy. They're laughing and going out to dinner. It's just that sense of we're getting back to normal. There is a light that's growing brighter at the end of this long tunnel. So I feel very fortunate to be back in Florida and to have family and friends visiting with me. Yes. And I, I hope that most people that listen to us I hope they also realize that there, I, I know that light right now at the end of the tunnel might seem small, but it is there and it is getting bigger and we will, we will get back to normal and it's just, you know, it's just going to take a while. Yes. Well, let's uh, get to our program. We have a very special guest with us, Russell. Russell is not only a good friend of mine, he is also my ballroom dance instructor and partner. And of course, he's in Florida, so I only see him when I come down to Florida. But he has turned into a wonderful close friend of mine. And Fran is now going to 
read a saying or a poem that really connects with our episode today about life partners? Well, you know, I think our listeners both know if they've been listening to our podcasts, Sherry and I both had very happy, traditional, long-term marriages. And then, you know, unfortunately, we both lost our spouses. But we also know grief has no rules as far as relationships. Grief is grief. It is the price of love, whatever that love may look like. And it can take many, many forms. So yes, I have, it's just a small passage, but it kind of speaks to, speaks to it. It's called pain is the price of love. We agree to pay it whenever we open our hearts. Every hello comes with the knowledge that one day there will be a goodbye. Every first kiss comes with the certainty that there will one day be a last. And yet, even though we knew all love ends in sorrow, even though we know that price, we pay it. We pay it again and again and again. We pay it because it makes life worth living. We pay it because love, love is always worth it. Sorry about that. Don't be sorry. So we welcome Russell. Russell, (laughs) why don't you start out by telling our audience um, your love story and how you and your life partner, how it all started. So welcome, Russell. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, So I met Mark when I was 18, and I had just moved to Florida. And uh, we met on a website, which if you asked my family at that time, they were like, that's where you meet weird people. Don't do that. You'll end up missing. But the truth is, is that I met the love of my life at 18. Um, and we went and walked the beach and it was great. And he turned me around on the beach and all I was thinking before he did that was, oh, this guy's out of my league. I can't, there's no way. And yeah, the rest is kind of history, I guess, but not really. So you met at 18. How old was Mark at that time? Mark was 27. No, we were eight years in difference. And oh, okay. So he was 26. Okay. And from that, the beginning where you met him, talk to us about your relationship. You know, how, how did it move forward and how fast or gradually? uh, Give us some information about that. So he wouldn't actually date me. He always told me that I was too young for him. Eventually, he realized that I wasn't going anywhere. And that I was going to pester him until he was mine. I was very persistent with the fact that I wanted him and I knew what I wanted in life. And I mean, the truth is I still want him every day, but you know, we can't, we can't always get what we want, but I did get what I wanted for the time that I had it. I mean, like we, we, we dated like officially and I had my apartment and it was really funny because I would spend more time at his house than what I would at my apartment but we didn't want to move in together because that would be you know that would change the dynamic of our relationship sure and now looking back I mean I'm really glad that we didn't live together so soon and that we really dated and like you know I had my own space and he had his own space for such a long period of time and then finally moving in with each other that was that was a big a big deal so you you gave and, it time to at least get to know each other oh absolutely okay okay absolutely I didn't move in with him until I was 26 oh so it was a while yeah but we officially started dating each other when 
I was 22. So that's when our relationship changed to being me chasing him around going, date me. And him saying, no, you're too young. Can hang out. Right. So being, yeah. How long were you together before he passed away? And are you okay to share some of that information as far as his passing? Are, Are you okay to share that with us? Oh, absolutely. Mark passed away when I was 27 right before I was 28. So we lived together for a year. And he got up one morning. Mark was a private pilot. That was his hobby. He got up on a Saturday morning and I had to go into the studio and I had a wedding couple that day. But he woke me up at 645 because we had a rule in our house. And that was you had to say goodbye to the other person before you left the house. It was my rule. I always had it for him because he would go flying. And we all know that there were risks involved in flying. That morning, he woke me up at 645 and gave me a kiss and said, I'll see you later. Don't forget we have date night tonight. And we did. We had had date night planned. And so he left for the day and I went back to sleep. And at Around 8.30, I was sitting on the back patio where I'm actually sitting this morning, and I started getting a lot of phone calls and text messages from our friends saying, have you seen the news? Is it Mark? And I had no idea what they were talking about, so I went inside and they turned on the news and they were reporting a small plane crash, and Mark had engine failure, Mm. and uh, their plane struck a building and burst into flames. Mm. Now, was there... Anyone else with him in that plane? Yes. Yep. He was flying with his friend, Anthony, and um, Anthony actually survived. When they struck the building, the front of the plane had ripped off, and Anthony was thrown from the plane. Oh, wow. And uh, he survived with some broken wrists and hands. And Mark, obviously, if the plane hits a building, was killed instantly, and normally... When something like that happens, the plane will burst into flames. And I presume that Mark was burnt. Yeah, he was um, He was burnt to the point that they couldn't identify the body until mm-hmm. the following day or the following Monday, I'm sorry, when I finally got the phone call saying that it was Mark's plane from one of the people that was inside of his flight club. They, of course, they told me and I had to, I had to call his best friend. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how how hard that was, how traumatic, how tragic. I don't even understand how you can talk about it today. I just, my heart goes out to you. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how you come back from, from something like that. I don't think that you ever fully come back. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, you guys know what it's like. And you have good days and you have bad days and things. But um, I feel like because I, I never saw him dead, right. in, my, in my head, I always just pray that his truck's going to come. I'm sorry. That's okay. That we... No, that's, it's all fine, Russell. Yeah. As I said, I, I applaud you for even being able to come on our program and, and talk about it. Because Sherry and I both still have bad days. I couldn't even read that passage without choking up. So it's been five years for me. Russell, so after this very tragic death of your life partner, since you had moved in with him, what has happened 
since then, it was his home. You two were not married, I presume. I don't know what the marriage laws are in Florida for um, other than traditional relationships. So why don't you talk to us about that? And so, so Russell, I, I'm sorry, uh, how, how long has it been since, since he passed away? Three and a half years. Okay. He was, he, this was uh, June 24th in 2017. Mm-hmm. I still, I live in his house. I actually rent it from his family. I'm, I'm really lucky to have a really good relationship with mm-hmm. them. I still, I, even yesterday, I was over at his grandmother's house helping them with putting mulch inside of her flower beds and helping his mom out with different things. Yeah, I have a really good relationship with them. So I still live here with, with our two dogs. He had a he had a dog. His name was Max. And Max is now 14. My. So, so I am with his puppy, who is very demanding. <laughs> As what you guys can't see is that he's actually trying to like get all the attention from me right now. <laughs> um, I I have a question only because we did a couple of podcasts yeah. on grief counseling. Did you seek out grief counseling? We we said it's a personal choice. Did you seek out grief counseling or no? So in the beginning, I didn't. I said I don't need it. I'm fine, and I was very stubborn. I was like, I have friends. I don't need to talk to some random stranger about my life. I learned within a few months that uh, your friends don't really want to hear about it. And after a while, they kind of drift away because you're just a blubbering mess most of the time. And uh, they don't, they don't like being around that. And they want to tell you to move on. Mm -hmm. So I did end up going to grief counseling. And it was it was good. I did one-on-one sessions. I didn't go to any groups because I just didn't really want to do that. But it worked for me for what I needed it for at the time. And uh, I no longer go. I found that my counselor and I had different ideas of where I needed to go with my healing process. So Another take yeah. on grief counseling being a personal choice. So th- thanks for sharing that. No problem. Russell, your story is so tragic. I've so sorry. And I know that even though it's been three and a half, almost four years, I truly understand how hard it is moving forward. And yet I know that you have in many ways, because I see you every day that I'm down in Florida and we have a wonderful time. I want to thank you for being on our show today and for sharing your story about Mark. And what we want our listeners to know that there are so many type of lifestyle relationships nowadays. It never means that the pain is less, the grief is less, the healing is less, just because it's not a traditional relationship in terms of being married. And before you go, is there anything else you would like to add to our broadcast today? Um, I'd just like to say that I know that it, sometimes it, it feels like it, it can't possibly get any better. And, um, you know, there's no, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But, I mean, the reality is, is that you find wonderful people like yourselves. And the, the camaraderie inside of loss and the understanding that you, you find through these people who have experienced something similar is amazing. And, you know, 
I, I agree. We have talked about this in the past that uh, grief is grief. It, it's very personal. It takes uh, a different shape for everyone that has to go through it, but that it's also an equalizer. Grief is grief. I am so glad to have listened to your story. Um, I can't wait to meet you. I'm looking forward to that. But yes, again, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Russell. Well, Fran, it is time for us to end our broadcast for this week. So we want to thank our EP for her continued expert advice and critiques of our podcast. Many thanks to Park North Studios for mixing our audio. Special thanks to our guest today, Russell, for making the episode so special and sharing a story that I know is still very hard to talk about. And of course, we want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in to us every week. If you would like to send a comment, our email is modern.whittle.podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's modern.whittle.podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to our podcast on the following apps, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Google Podcast. I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. And Sherry and I do just want to say that next week's episode is basically still under consideration. But we would like to ask our listeners to please send us suggestions for topics for future podcasts. I, I think that would be great. We would love to hear what your suggestions are and possibly uh, construct a, a future podcast around those. And remember, the road ahead is under construction. Please watch out for the potholes. See ya. Bye-bye. Let the bow break, let it come down, crash. Let the sun fade out to a dark sky. I can't say I'd even notice it was absent. Because I could live by the light in your eyes. They told me